Welcome back to the VTS Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea. Joining me as always is Morgan. Hey, what's up? So this week is going to be the start of the BTS FESTA schedule. And if you don't know already, FESTA is the annual fan celebration that takes place in the days before June 13th each year. And June 13th is the BTS debut anniversary. And usually BTS prepares some special releases such as extra videos and Mm -hmm. photo shoots or extra solo or group songs. And usually there's FESTA concerts, which are always in Korea and Japan. But I don't know if they're... Not this year. Yeah, I don't think they're doing them this time. Yeah. But yeah, those are always like, you look at them and you're like jealous because it's like it only happens in Korea and Japan. It's like, man, why do they get to these special concerts? Right. And if you don't know, it's like, it's not like a regular concert. It's kind of more like a low key concert. Mm -hmm. And they do more of the like obscure songs, like the B-side songs. So it's always like unique if you get to go to a Festa concert ever. But yeah, it seems like they probably aren't going to do that with coronavirus happening this year. But at the end, uh, they have a whole schedule up. And at the end of this one for this year, they're going to have the Bang Bang Con, the live, where they'll perform live, I'm assuming from their dorms. It sounded like it's from home. So I guess it's mm-hmm. from where they live. So that'll be something interesting right? when that happens. Well, I mean, they have to adapt to the situation we have. Yeah there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now and there's still coronavirus happening and although that's winding down so hopefully that's you know in a yeah, couple weeks now. that won't Before be it flares up again <laughs> and so far um on june 1st we saw airplane part two video summer version was released and it i saw that it was filmed when they were on vacation in 2018 so a I think that's crazy that they like hold on to the, I mean, they must have so much footage of everything that they do. They've just held on to that mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now they've released it in 2020. So that was a pretty good video. Yeah, they probably have tons of footage. Yeah. It's like they probably have a million things that they could release at, at this time for Festa. And then um, today on um, June 2nd, although it's, it's really June 1st here, but June 2nd in Korea, they released like a photo shoot of where they were all wearing you know, pink outfits, and then there was another photo shoot where they're wearing, like, kind of preppy outfits, I guess. So, yeah, today was the release of, like... The Festa related? A bunch of... Yeah. Oh. Because, like, something different happens every day during Festa. It looks like coming up, there's going to be, like, a choreography video and uh, more photos and something called Still With You and another choreography video and later on some different... It's BTS three units, so that sounds like some songs, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are bulletproof. The Eternal is another thing that's on the schedule for Festa. So it sounds like maybe they made a video or they've recorded a. Mm-hmm. We are bulletproof. The Eternal. So some surprises coming up for Festa. So that's something to look forward to. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, so at least BTS is giving us content still. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it's going to go off just fine without a hitch, right? Yeah. It's just like every day there's going to be some new thing you popping up. You just have to up. log on and watch it. Yeah, so just pay attention to their Twitter or oh, their okay. like Facebook or whatever. You don't have to be uh, on uh, Weverse? No, I don't think anything is like exclusively oh, yeah. happening there. Yeah, they're probably trying to move off of it, honestly. 
probably trying to be more global youtube mm-hmm. and such yeah they've had a lot of like youtube lives yeah. lately they're trying to do that regularly yep and they are i have to give them credit because they're adding the english translations a few days later so i'm glad that they're doing yeah. that and at the end of all this it's going to be bang bang con live which is a live stream concert and that's happening on june 14th so if anyone wants to buy tickets for that I'm going to try to see it. Wait, what is it? You have to buy it on Weverse. Oh, okay. So it's like I a, have not it, been keeping in touch with. So you just buy the streaming on Weverse. Yeah, it's a paid only. We're going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're going we're going to buy it. Sure, why not? Well, you're a fan but the club problem is, member. Uh, well, so. do the fan club members get it? You get it cheaper. Well, how much is it for me? A um, quote unquote fan club member. I I didn't screenshot it, but I think it was like 35 if you're not a member and like 25 if you oh, are yeah, a member. Oh, yeah, we're going to get it. But then what? what is it? It's not one of these like 10-hour things from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m., right? I don't think so because it's a live thing, so I don't think it'll be well, many no, hours. No, live thing is going to be... Oh, oh, I see. It might be like two hours or something. Right. Okay. No, we're going to get it. Right. That sounds good. That's something to, to watch. We'll, we'll, we'll be here talking about it. We're I like get it. that they, they've set everybody up watching bang bang con the free one that's like here's all the like older stuff you know get used to you know having an event night and watching all the concerts and then they've set you up to watch you know the live bang bang con so i think that was pretty good marketing they're really using their time in in the coronavirus Mm -hmm. times well i think compared to other groups maybe as you know last week Sugar released D2, which is his solo mixtape, which had a lot of good songs on it. And mm-hmm. as I've been listening to it, I feel like I like it more than I did last week. It, okay. I think it was pretty good. Pretty good album overall. Yeah. But it sounds like there's some controversy now because of one of the songs. Oh, right. Yeah, I read about this. The one called What Do You Think? What Do You Think? Yeah, that's the one. And apparently in the beginning of it, it had a sample of from Jim Jones, which I don't even remember hearing it. I listened to the whole album many times and I haven't, I don't even remember that part, but I guess at some point it had a sample from Jim Jones, which if you don't know, he's a cult leader in the United well, States. Know. Yeah, well, this is like, a, <laughs> this is like a long time ago, so I don't know if everybody is aware right. of who that is, but. Yeah, but um, World War II is a long time ago. <laughs> People should know about it. Hopefully. You can't, you can't be like, I was born after World War II, so I don't know anything about it. Right. It's like, which one are we on now? <laughs> but you should have been taught it. In, well, I mean, to be fair, this is not as big as World War obviously. So maybe it was not in everybody's school curriculum, right? To be fair, it's definitely not even on the same level. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He was a cult leader. Yeah. Jim Jones. He was a guy. Bunch of people killed themselves. Yep. He had a cult in the U.S. And then he brought all his people down to... Jonestown. I don't know if that was the name of the town or he named it that is in Guyana. And then at some point they were like chilling there. And then he decided like, hey, let's all uh, drink poison. And yeah, I don't know, go to the next plane of existence or whatever. I believe this is where the phrase drink of the Kool-Aid came from. Yes. Because the poison was disseminated in Kool-Aid. Yeah, that's that's where that expression comes yeah. from. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Right. Which, I mean, if you're ignorant of the situation, I guess it's really bad advertising for Kool-Aid. Because mm-hmm. people now think that there's some sort of negative connotation to it. No, there's nothing negative about Kool-Aid. Unless you add poison to it, obviously. Yeah. In which case, yes. 
But absent that context, you might think, is this a negative thing? Kool-Aid? No, there's nothing inherently negative about Kool-Aid. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so he, Jim Jones, for whatever reason, decided, hey, you know, everybody, let's all drink the Kool-Aid that has poison in it. And over 900 people drank it and like a third of them were children. So this is like obviously horrible and got all these people to kill themselves. And mm-hmm. this happened in Guyana. There's a whole separate situation, too, with the congressman that showed up and was like, hey, what's going on here? And then he got gunned down by the, the cult people. Mm-hmm. So that was a whole other situation. It was like very bad. This all happened in 1978. So this was a long time ago. So obviously not everybody's like aware of what happened with this cult. The only reason I even know about this is because in the Bay Area, okay, this congressman who was shot and he died there, but his aide was Jackie Spear and then she like was his aide and like later on ran for Congress too. Correct. And so she lived. She, not to I, dox myself, but Jackie Spear for a while was my congresswoman. She's from the Bay Area. I mean, she was, a, she was a, uh, in politics for a long time in California. Yeah, and she eventually ran for probably the same seat. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, she so she survived that shootings, which was yeah. like pretty hardcore if you right. think about it. But and when I was a little kid, a very little kid, she gave me an award for something. I have no f-ing idea what it is now. <laughs> I don't know. It was something stupid, and I totally didn't deserve it. But it was one of those you know photo op moments where she gave some dumb kid some award for some dumb thing he did. I was that dumb kid. That's so crazy because I've won an award that had her name on it too, which was so funny. But did she hand it to you? No, I didn't. Uh, get to, I didn't better. get to meet her, but they named okay, it after well, her. I totally met her. She handed it to me. <laughs> That's pretty. I don't cool. remember what it was, but she handed it to me. But yeah, so she. Anyway, was, she's a she was a fixture in California politics for a long time. And so she was part of this delegation that went there to see what was going on with this cult because I guess a lot of the people were from right. California. They were investigating and saying, "Hey, is this okay? What's going on?" It was not okay because she was shot. Yeah. Basically, like the cult people were shooting at this plane that just landed that had the congressman and the, the, his assistants and stuff. And yeah, it was pretty, sounds right. pretty bad. Like the 70s overall was pretty bad. So this is yet another situation that went out of hand and bringing it back to BTS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but Jim Jones is a known cult leader in the US and he gave a lot of speeches and you know, sounded like a crazy person giving his speeches. And right. Sugar used some clip of this at the very beginning of right. what do you think? But I, I guess it was in there. You know, it's just like something in the background, maybe. Uh-huh. But I don't know. They switched out the clip since then. So I don't remember really. And he got a lot of heat for, you know, using a clip from someone who's a mass murderer, someone who people are not cool well, with. I'm forgetting, like, what was the content of the clip? I think Did it w- talk about murdering people or anything? No, right? I don't remember exactly, but I think it was just Jim Jones giving one of his speeches. And I think because the song is about people who hate other people. So I think it was kind of used as an example of like a hateful person and just being at the very beginning, which is my interpretation of it, because that's what the song is about. It's like, what is your opinion of something? And I'm looking at the lyrics and it's like, what do you think? What do you think? And it's that was one of the examples. And he's like, I have no interest in what you think. Like, it's an example of someone like right. you don't want to listen to. And I didn't know this before, but apparently Jim Jones was very pro North Korea. And right. Like, he he was pro communist countries. Yeah. 
So which I, on top of killing all of his followers made him a, a bad person. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. And so this is a person who he's pro North Korea. Right. He's anti South Korea. So it seems well, like it's not established that he's anti South Korea, but I'm assuming it's like North versus South, you know, in the sense. Yeah, if you're if you're pro North Korea, I mean it's kind of okay, you can't really be pro both of these things, true. It's a logical conclusion, I would say. So there is that context. Yeah. If Suga included this in his song, it was for the purpose of this is an example of someone who's hateful, someone I don't agree with, someone who has a lot of opinions that, you know, I don't have to listen to, but it's like I've heard your speech. But Sugar got a lot of criticism for including this clip in his song. And it from got, who though? Twitter. <laughs> As there, usual. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter and there was like netizens, quote unquote, but right. a lot of people were saying that the people instigating this were like known antis. So it's like people that are known to be against BTS anyway were right. the ones like really promoting this. Like, hey, this is really inappropriate. Let's all email Big Hit. Even in Korea? Because I'm pretty sure that zero Korean citizens really care that much about Jim Jones. Yeah. Like, number one, I'm surprised that Suga even knows who Jim you know Jones what? is. I'm going to go out on a limb here. It's not that much of a limb. And say that most people in America don't care about Jim Jones. It's been too long. Like, it's it's a long time know. ago. It was the 70s. Yes. It was the 70s. And it also, it doesn't touch on any of the hot button topics of today, like race or politics or anything. It's just like, well. Or gender, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. It's just, okay, he's a cult leader and okay, he's he did like bad things. North Korea. These are definitely bad things. I'm not trying to minimize that, okay, yeah, the actual person Jim Jones did bad things. Of course, he's a very evil person. But as far as what gets people offended, that's not necessarily even correlated very closely to how much evil was perpetrated, right? It has to do with how aware people are of a thing and how much they care about that thing, right? Yeah, it's like, have they ever heard yeah, of it? Yeah, there's been a lot of evil, evil things that have happened in history that in 2020, people just are not that offended about, right? I think that Jim Jones is one of them because I don't think anybody really cares that much, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody really cares. Did he... Yeah, it, I don't think so. So the people, they're, like you said, it's probably people who wanted to say something negative <laughs> and they, they, they found some angle. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anyone is actually naturally offended. Who would be offended? A family member of a, a victim of that event? Right. That I could understand, right? But how many people are we talking about that are family members of the victims of that event? Right. Those very few people. And then how many of those people are BTS fans? Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's what it is. I think it's uh, like EXO fans or something. Yeah. Like what 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 angle can we use to attack BTS today? Oh, use some questionable clip. That's what I think. Now the better question now is: Did Sugar? Did they know? Did they vet this piece? Did, was it just a totally out of ignorance, or did they just say, "Oh well, it's from a cult leader, and we don't care"? I, now, yeah, I do have some theories on that. Right now, keep in mind: either way, I don't care. If he was ignorant of it entirely. I don't blame you. Why should a 25, how old is he? 26? Born in 1993. Well, like a 27-year-old South Korean man, okay? Why should he know about Jim Jones? He's an American cult leader. Okay, he sampled the thing. Sure. Maybe he should have looked into it. Okay, sure. Uh, it's not the worst thing in the world, okay? It's not like by sampling it, he uh, advocated, yeah, c cults and people like mass suiciding or anything like that. 
Of course, he's yeah, he's not endorsing that. Right, obviously. So either he just didn't know, in which case I find totally plausible and forgivable, or he knew, which I also find forgivable, because including something inside of art is not an endorsement of that person, right? right like people right. include, they touch on subject matter from evil people throughout history. How, I mean, you couldn't make a World War II movie without touching on evil people like Nazis, right? We make tons of World War II movies. Should we not be able to make World War II movies? Yeah. We would lose out on a ton of good movies. Like movies that are about Nazis aren't endorsing them. They're not endorsing them. They're just including them for some sort of artistic reason. So it's not automatically wrong just because you include people from history that are evil. That's dumb. Otherwise, you couldn't have a World War II movie. A single one. I think there is a question of, okay, what was Suga intending by including that clip? And... Yeah, like you said, it doesn't matter either way. Like, was he making a point about hateful rhetoric or was he making a point about someone who's anti-South Korea or was he making a point about whatever? Right. Like, it doesn't even matter because it's like, it is artistic expression. So I don't know why anyone was offended by it. It's a, it's, it's supposed to, art is supposed to create conversation. It's not supposed to be like, hey, let's all email Big Hit and make sure that this part gets deleted from a song. It's like, that's ridiculous. If you're one of those people that emailed Why? Big Hit right. about this, right. you care more about pol- being politically correct than about being a BTS fan or a fan of like artistic expression. Right. So they ended up changing it. They removed that, I don't know how long, that portion of the song. And then they apologized for it. Right. And they said, oh, you know, a producer was the one who included that, which who knows if that's true or not. Right. And they kind of like are protecting sugar and all this and they said you know we'll be more careful about using clips of things in the future it's just like the standard but yeah i don't think they needed to apologize or needed to change anything because whatever was on the song was it was making a point about something so right. i don't think it was right to change it but i you know what if they get enough emails it seems like they will bow to pressure right I don't even assume anything about what his intention was. I just, uh, whatever the intention was, I'm okay with it. If the intent was just to, hey, this is a cool clip and I'm I'm ignorant of the the context. I don't think it's fair to ask a Korean to be totally in tune with the context of every American cultural thing. Yeah. For all the Americans listening, can you name the president of South Korea right now? Don't Google it. Exactly. (laughs) Right? Uh, if you if you found a clip of some some cool thing in Korean and it was quote unquote problematic somehow, would you know? I bet you wouldn't. I bet you wouldn't know. Yeah, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't know. It's like, well, this person was problematic for this, this. And you that don't know reason. the history of everything, right? We have to have more. We have to give some leeway to people for not being familiar with this culture. And honestly, most Americans not familiar with this part of uh, this aspect of our culture from 1970 something. So it's really unfair to hold him to that standard. And again, but I don't think that, you know, when people are quote unquote canceled and sometimes it's just a few loud people on Twitter. I don't think that there were that many people. So it probably was not uh, that. It wasn't as big of a deal as uh, some people made it out to be. Yeah. But for all the people who did make it a big deal, you're so off base. Yeah, I think that was pretty weak. What's going to happen now is like he might feel like I need to censor what I put out there and, uh, you know, all BTS. They probably are already doing that anyways. Like, let's not do anything that offends people. It's like you're 
smothering artistic expression. So if you're one of those people that emailed, it's like, you should feel bad about this. If there's a song... They're just using it as an angle of attack. Exactly. If there's something you don't like in a song, it's like, it, it should be a... A cause for a conversation. It shouldn't be like delete the thing I don't like. It, it's right? just a clip. It's, it wasn't even noticeable. Yeah. Like I don't even remember it from when I was listening to the album last week. Even if Sugar totally knew about it and was like intentionally putting it in there, mm-hmm. and he knew all about Jim Jones, I know he had a reason for putting it there. It's like he's making a statement with this song, so it, it's nothing that needs to be removed or deleted or like even suppressed. if he had no reason, it was just aesthetic. That's fine. So what? Yeah. It's like there's American rap songs that have like super inappropriate stuff and then no one says anything and no one takes it out later. It's like Eminem right. is talking about like killing his wife sometimes like in songs. And it's like oh, nobody cares. It's like yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know that. But oh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's a pretty common thing. Or they talk about killing whoever. Oh, yeah. No, now, now I remember it. <laughs> but yeah, all sorts of things are in American rap songs. And the other thing is maybe he purposely was trying to be controversial. Like he's trying to create a something to talk about, you know. I think I feel like that's still a possibility because he's a rapper. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, rappers put stuff in their songs that are shocking, and maybe he wanted people to like be talking about this. Now that people complain about it, you kind of like ruin the moment. Well, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> the headlines were made. That's enough. I know that there's like so many things going on in the news right now. Big Hit almost could have like totally ignored it and not changed the song at all. Just because there's so many things going on. People maybe wouldn't have paid attention. But I don't know what what the perspective is from Korea about all that. Maybe they maybe they got like a million emails or something and felt like I don't think they got a million emails. No, probably not. They just figure that it's easier to just delete it. That's the path of least resistance, right? Yeah. So that's what they did. That would appease anybody who was like upset about it. Yeah, there was there were there were no really like hardcore we need to keep this Jim Jones segment in the song, so they're just like okay, let's That's just true. I, like nobody would say that. Right. So it's nobody was really tied to it. I mean, on a philosophical level, on a principle level, some people might say I don't think you should change it, but even those people are not super tied to it. So it's easy. But I did think the um big hit statement was pretty interesting. Because they, you know, it's a serious thing when they actually release a statement and it's like a real quote unquote issue because they said, this is our statement on BTS Sugar's mixtape. It's like the vocal sample was selected without any special intent by a producer who worked on the track, who is unaware of the identity of the speaker and used the sample for the overall atmosphere of the song. So basically Big Hit kind of threw some random producer under the bus and was like, you're going to take the fall for Sugar. Even though, yeah, like, for okay. all we know, it could be Sugar who totally chose this I would imagine, himself. yes. He would have the power to choose his content at this point. We know that he's very, very involved in his own music production. So, and he's educated enough to know who Jim Jones is and all of like his speeches or whatnot. So, I feel like maybe he knew about it and then Big Hit just decided, like, okay, well, we're just gonna take the fall for this one and blame somebody else for it because we don't want the uh, BTS to suffer. And on one hand, I think that's pretty nice. But on the other hand, I was like, okay, well, that's not really what happened. But, (laughs) <laughs> if that's how you want to handle it, that's fine. But do you think it was really a producer that put it in there, or do you think Sugar knew about it? I think he knew about it. Yeah, I think. I think at this point, let's let's be honest. 
He has veto power. He has the ability to just put out the content he wants to put out. Yeah. I'm not going to insult his intelligence and be like, oh, I, I yeah, had no idea. This, no. He, Some he producer to. just added this at the right. you know last minute. Or what? No, I don't think that's what happened. But I think that's right. very nice that Big Hit is trying to you know, keep his reputation <laughs> intact or whatever. But yeah, I guess that's pretty unfortunate that like Korean artists can't just have right. artistic expression. Like, cause Eminem, he can say anything in America. Like he literally, he could say absolutely anything. He could say like, I'm going to murder the president. That would be totally fine. That would be in a song. Yes, it would actually be totally fine. And for you, you people to say, who might say, oh, you can't threaten it. You can, if a threat is not credible, it's not illegal. Yeah, <laughs> it it's it has to be a credible threat too. Yeah, and he's already, otherwise a lot of people will be arrested. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just a difference in culture. But I mean, I think we know what really happened. So <laughs> a lot of anti's, as you call them, and I guess I will call them that too. They were just jumping on this. Yeah, like oh, a BTS member made a mistake. Let's jump on it. Even if a f- couple of people were offended, that doesn't mean you have to bow down to them, bend the knee. It's just, the, it is what it is. Okay, you're offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sometimes things are painful to hear. Sometimes people are, some people are offended by things. You just have to deal with it. Like, that's the world. There's never, there's never been a good piece of art that hasn't offended somebody. Mm-hmm. Should those pieces of art not exist? No. The people who are offended should either A, not consume it, or B, go somewhere in a forum we have so many these days, right? You have Twitter, Facebook. You can you can voice your opinion in so many places. Go to one of those places and voice your complaint. And other people, if the content of your complaint is good, then other people agree with you and say, yeah, you're right. And there you go. That's the recourse that you have. And it's a fair and good recourse. But this idea that people should just be silenced and like, no, you should change it because somebody is offended somewhere. Well, by that standard, we will have no art we will have nothing because i guarantee you that something every single thing offends somebody somewhere Mm -hmm. so it's dumb there's so much art that was very cutting edge or edgy at the time and like to us modern day it's like oh well what's big deal with that oh big deal you know someone was naked or someone said this or that and it's like oh who cares but at the time it's like very controversial thing if you're just gonna delete stuff out of songs well then no one's gonna realize the relevance of that no one's gonna appreciate the art of that so i think this is just very damaging thing in the long run so lady gaga's new album came out on may 29th and they have a song with lady gaga and blackpink they did a collab called sour candy and what did you think of that song i liked it it was a good song that sort of harkened back to the early days of lady gaga we've talked about this yeah we're like okay i would like it if it harkened back to that it's similar to her earlier albums right. where like fame monster where it had right. pop dance songs and it had a, a lot I'm of not good gonna, yeah it's a, it's a good i put it on a playlist immediately mm-hmm. good club beats it's good I, I think it went over well with the general public and uh you know people like it I think this is very good. And it was smart of her, too, because she's capitalizing on this K-pop thing. Yeah. Not only is she taking advantage of K-pop, but it's also Blackpink fans, they're so starved for content. It's like, this is one of the first songs that Blackpink has come out with because they're supposed to have an album later this year. But Uh this is like the first thing that they've got to hear. 
from Blackpink. So they're definitely going to be like streaming it a lot and buying the single. So I think that was a very smart move for, for Lady Gaga. This album was supposed to come out earlier, I think. But, you know, it just came out now. Mm-hmm. Delayed because of coronavirus. But I think this is actually a very good time to release something because people are just starting to open up again and it's like oh, okay we need some new music and i listened to the whole album and i thought it was a pretty good album so i think she did she did a good job of deciding when to release it because i think people it's need good, like yeah. new it's a good music song. right now i mean people are starving for blackpink content so it was the right choice all around and they had a not a like a minor part in it they had a pretty major part in it so that's good yeah i think they had a lot of good lines in it and I, I found out that this used, it sounded kind of familiar, and, and I found out it used the same sample that was in Swish Swish by Katy Perry, mm. if you've heard that song. And, yeah, um, everyone has. Truffle Butter by Nicki Minaj. Mm. So, I don't know, I guess this sample is like really popular or something, huh. but it was used in this song too. And it's called What They Say by Maya Jane Coles. And the only thing I would say about sour candy is that i feel like it was too short they could have extended it a little further just even if it's just repeating the same thing it could have been going longer it was only like two minutes and right 39 or something but i think it, you need a song to be at least three minutes like 330 or something it would have been better but i mean that's fine it's like that's how they wanted to cut it and maybe it didn't work out to be longer but I thought it was a good song, and I'm definitely going to add it to my playlist. And you've added I've already it to added yours. it to mine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good song. Your playlist is the playlist, so yeah. There so you go. there you go. Yeah, good move by Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's she's on this bandwagon. Have you listened to Rain on Me? No, what's that? Oh, that's her other song that was a collab with Ariana Grande. Oh well, this is a K-pop podcast, and I don't even like Ariana Grande, <laughs> so clearly no. Okay. The only thing about it is I think she she was talking to Ariana Grande and was like, hey, you know, what song do you want? And they they did Rain On Me because I mm-hmm. feel like that's the better song. But it's because Ariana Grande got first choice. Right. And But that's fine. You know, it's like they're well, both good songs. Get, yeah, she would get first choice. Yeah, but it makes sense because, you know, Ariana Grande is like a huge artist and this is a huge collaboration. And... The video is good too. But then it's like I was watching the video and then I watched some old Lady Gaga videos and she used to be like super edgy and now she's kind of like not as edgy. Oh, well, in her old age, her dotage. Yeah, she's 34 right now. So I guess she's like too old to be (laughs) be that (laughs) edgy, right? Super edgy anymore. But yeah, if you go back and look at, I was looking at um, like Bad Romance and Telephone and alejandro and it's like oh my god i can't believe those videos were released and they're like so over the top like it's it's hard to believe they were accepted and weren't like censored in some way but anyway yeah rain on me i think ariana grande had first choice so that's why she got that song and like that's probably like the best song on lady gaga's album but i i think sour candy is pretty good like Lady Gaga didn't have like a ton of collabs in her album. It was Blackpink, Ariana Grande, and Elton John. And like mm-hmm. the Elton John song sucked. So I, it's like that. I don't even listen to that one. But yeah, the Blackpink song was very good. So Sour Candy was good. So they did a good job. When Blackpink was with 
Dua Lipa. They did a collab with her. It's like, okay, they, you can barely but tell. Barely in it. Yeah, you can't right. even tell that that song. Was... Although the one thing I noticed from Sarah Candy, it's pretty obvious that Lady Gaga has a much power, more powerful voice than Blackpink. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is okay. There's they're K-pop, you know, they're K-pop, and but it's clear, right? Yeah, you can tell. So she has a really strong voice, and she's yeah. a very deep voice. And I think there's a lot more power in her voice. That was definitely evident in yeah. Sarah Candy. But, but you know, that's that's okay. People, uh, you know, there's the, the contrast is good too. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to get a Blackpink album soon too, but they've delayed it because of coronavirus. And then they've also said that September is going to be when they get all the solo songs for everybody except for Jenny. She already had a solo in mm-hmm. 2018. Right. It's like, why does it take so long for Blackpink members to get like one solo song? It's like, how come well, they... I mean- so long. I mean, other groups, they don't really do solos, so. <laughs> Is that true? Have you seen a Twice solo? Yeah, Twice doesn't do solos. Yeah. But so I feel like... they owed a solo. Male groups, they do that a lot, though. Like, the person has a solo Maybe, song or yeah. a whole solo, like, mini album, even. But um, I guess it's just like, okay, Jenny had a solo song, and then, okay, that was two years ago. What about the rest of them? They all have songs. And I think YG said recently, like, their songs are done. They're just waiting to release them. Mm-hmm. But why Why don't they put it in the Blackpink album, like all the solo songs? They haven't had a full album yet, right? Right. But that's what BTS does. Like they have an album and then it has like, okay, whoever has a solo song, that's in that album. But I don't know why Blackpink doesn't do that. Like it sounds like they wait or they, they wait till the group album is out and then they have the solos oh. and they, they do it separately. Like, I don't think they need to do it separately. They could just include it in the album. Probably could, but oh well, it's not a big deal either way. Maybe spreading it out is like, okay, we'll we'll have fans buy each separate thing, so then... I mean, the good news is they have content coming out. It's just, that's fine. I feel like there's been a lot of good K-pop music lately, so that'll be good. Yeah. Have Blackpink again. Earlier today, it was revealed that Blackpink Lisa's former manager scammed money from Lisa under the guise of helping with real estate and waste it all on gambling. It's like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) YG confirmed that Lisa's manager scammed her out of a billion Korean dollars. I don't know how much. Okay, it says uh, $817,000 US. Right. And... Their statement says, we found out through an internal investigation that Lisa was a victim of fraud by former manager A. According to the wishes of a settlement, he was the former manager she trusted. A has agreed to reimburse some of the money he stole and the rest of the money will be paid back through a repayment plan and he has left the company. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Like, how, how do you hire someone like that? Like, don't they have any, like, vetting process at YG? Well, it's just contributing to this uh, YG is full of criminals a reputation they've got, right? They hired someone who's basically a degenerate gambler and has just used right. Lisa's money to gamble. Right. Yeah, that's terrible. <sighs> but at least she got, she's going to get most of it back. I don't, first of all, I don't understand why she's not going to get the vast majority of it back. Is YG not culpable for this? They it's their be. employee, <laughs> right? right? I mean, the, the employee is functioning as a, as your employee, right? You're still responsible for it. 
Shouldn't she get all of the money back? Well, we don't know that she's not. It sounded like they're trying to hold this person responsible. If you're a manager of an idol, you're in a very powerful position because you see them Mm. at times that fans don't see them. You see them at their private time. Like, there's all sorts of things you can do to blackmail them or, you know, threaten them. Like, these people have a lot of power over idols. It's like the idols are vulnerable and they they think these managers are, are trustworthy and that they're telling them information or they're right. like you know oh i'm giving you this money and you're supposed to invest it in this and then like who knows what they do with it they're just gonna go gamble with it but yeah it sounds like yg isn't checking the kind of people that they're hiring as managers i don't know how they can let someone like that slip through but well i would i would imagine that the company should be responsible right because she has to trust this manager she didn't hire the manager. The company hired the manager. Yeah, they, they, I'm sure they assigned right? managers. Right, the, the company hired the manager, so they should be responsible for this loss. They should do what um, JYP does because they have like twice managers. I don't know who all of them are, but I know one of them is like a very well-known like older lady. And she's like, she, she looks like she's a mom to them, basically. Like a very like kindly older Korean lady. And it's like someone you could trust. So I don't know why YG, I don't know if men being a manager to a female group is the right way to go because who knows like what might happen there. Mm-hmm. It just seems like, okay, males should manage the boy groups and females well, I mean, should manage. I don't think that that affected the, uh, this particular situation, right? But they should vet people better. Yeah. Nobody with a record or some kind of like history of gambling but I, she's fine. They're going to make her whole, so. Yeah, it sounds like they figured out the issue and Lisa will get her money back. Twice has a new song and album that is out yeah, now. Yeah, they just came out with it. More theirs. and more. Yeah. What did you think about it? I I like the song. It has a very, like, chill vibe, kind of like a club music mm-hmm. vibe. And I could see what they were going for. They had a very, like, nature focus. And it's like, okay, they're they were pictured outside and a lot of them like change hair colors and stuff. So I, I really like what Twice is doing right now. I don't know about the outfits so much, but I could see they're trying to go for a different style right now because like the last couple of songs, it was like very glam, very like high end and, mm-hmm. you know, fancy and feel special. It's like, okay, they look very expensive. They look like they it's were. A, it has a summer vibe. Yeah. You know, I'm a Twice fan, but I it seemed a little bit unremarkable to me. I didn't think it was I don't think it was bad, I don't, I, but I didn't love it. I did question the uh, the costume, the, the, the wardrobe choice. It was very like hippie, 1960-ish. Mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. like it. I'll did, just be honest with you. It was a lot of like long flowy dresses yeah, with I boots. I, I didn't like it. But the, 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 the sort of the evolution of their sound, I don't disagree with it. I think that they're clearly trying to do something more mature, right? They don't want... You know, the the twice sound. They don't want to like cheer up and things like that, right? Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with that. That's the stuff that I started liking them for. But if they want to mature and grow or whatever, that's fine too. Another thing that I, I didn't love about it is it has a lot of English. And they're not great at singing English. And I understand that they are maybe trying to be more crossover, which is something a lot of K-pop groups are trying to do. Pure economics makes sense, right? But I don't think you have to sing more English to do that. And if your group is not necessarily fluent in English, I don't think it, it 
it helps. Just yeah. let them sing Korean. It's fine. It's fine. I don't. I think Western markets have. They're fine with you singing in a foreign language as long as the music sounds vaguely more Western. I think they'll they'll take to it. Yeah. If it doesn't sound like Western music, then no, I don't think they'll take to it. But as far as the language you're speaking, I don't think that it's a big deal. Yeah, I think the Twice fans in the U.S. are going to support what they do, and it like it doesn't necessarily have to be in English or no. majority in English. And to get conversion from other people, I don't think it has to be in English. And if it's going to not be in great English, I don't think that really helps, and it's not needed. It's really not. So I felt that it had too much English in it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ruin it, but I I didn't love it. As far as the outfits, I could tell they were trying to go for a different look because Fancy and Feel Special both had a very like glamorous look and like, oh, looking expensive and like labels and stuff. And it seemed like they were going for more like a Midwestern look. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. And, or like a folk artist or yeah, something like Native that. American. And then I realized, okay, I figured out what, what look this is. It's... Taylor Swift from Speak Now era. That's what that look you is. You feel like that? I'm not familiar with that, so I wouldn't know. It's when she was still country, and then she was wearing like flowy dresses and with boots. That's kind oh, of the look that was happening in maybe yeah the in, the, in more that. and more right maybe. So, but I think they they had a purpose for doing that. It's like we're gonna go back to being a little more authentic. I I listened to the rest of their album too, and I thought it was pretty good. They didn't have a lot of, they didn't have like any songs where it was like cute, like quote unquote cute songs. No, they're trying, they're obviously trying to uh, evolve. That's clear. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but then they, they probably feel like they need, they need to move forward. You know, they can't be that group forever. And uh, that's a fair belief. Like today I listened to it, their album more and more back to back with like Lady Gaga's album. And I feel like it went together really well. Like it's it's a lot of songs with beats and a lot of like more club kind of songs. So I actually like, I like the more and more album. I was glad to see that Mina is back in this Mina's back, yeah. video and album. So that's good. So she's over whatever was bothering her, which they didn't even reveal in their documentary, but that's fine. I guess we're not supposed to know, but... Mm-hmm. that's good that she's back and everything's fine everything's back to normal and i also liked seeing geo with long hair i think she looks better with long hair right but you know a lot of times they make her have short hair because mm-hmm. like somebody has to have short hair but yeah this time it looks like they decided nyan needs to have short hair right which i, I didn't agree with but i guess it has to be somebody yeah, nobody agrees with that <laughs> no i'm just kidding no it's like they gotta rotate looks they had a lot of different hair colors too in this mm-hmm. in this video and album, so I mean, that's fine. They'll always be a strong group. Yeah, gotta change it up. Okay, it looks like Big Hit is releasing details about the new show that they're gonna have, which is called I Land I Land. It's gonna be a competition show, which is hoping to create the next big boy band. Mm-hmm. To take over the world. Now, I don't know if they're, if I land means that's going to be the name of the band or they're just saying I land as, as far as like, okay, we're going to allow international. I doubt it's going to be the name of the thing. Yeah. I, like that's not a good name. <laughs> I hope they're not going to use that. But maybe they're trying to open it up to different countries. So it'll be like a multicultural kind of group. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a panel of three judges and a host. 
and mentors. And the host is going to be Min Namgoon. And Bang PD is the producer. And the mentors are going to be Rain and Zico. And I know... Oh, wow, Rain? Okay. Oh, you know who Rain is? He was that old old school K-pop star with that movie. Oh, okay, okay. I, I didn't know who Rain was. I know who Zico is. He's a current rapper, singer, and producer. And he had a song recently, which I can't remember what it was, but it was like a pretty good song that was at like number one mm-hmm. in Korean charts. Since he's known for his crossover skills in the Korean hip-hop scene. But they're not judges. They're going to be mentors. So I don't know who the three judges are going to be. But hopefully that's going to be somebody entertaining. Although I don't know if I can even watch the show if it's on Mnet. It'll be on YouTube with subtitles. Okay, good. Trust me. (laughs) So far they've released pictures of the first six contestants. And I didn't realize Island was going to be a boy group. But it sounds like it is. Because if they're only releasing pictures of guys, then okay, it's going to be a boy group. Well, there's almost no co-ed groups. It's going to be boy or girl. Yeah, that's true. There's like almost none, right? Yeah, I don't think a co-ed group would even work. Well, there's hard. Yeah, there's a couple of them, but it it sounds like they're just kind of locally popular. They're not like really big. Co-ed groups are not a thing. So yeah, it's going to be a boy group. Yeah, and I think... But good. Yeah, Big Hit probably is like, you know what? Boy groups are where... Well, I mean, I mean, where the money's at. There's no reason for them not to have multiple, just because they have one big one. Mm-hmm. And plus, we all know they have. They're going on enlistment soon, so and it doesn't seem like they have been able to prevent that. But this is probably the first time that Big Hit has been involved in a a show, a reality show. Yeah, they have. I don't think they have a, a, a survival show yet. They like they may have sent people to produce or whatever, but like I can't remember, but. They haven't had a show where they were, like, involved in and, you know, created a group from it. Right. But, like, a a lot of the other labels have done that, and they've tried to stick with that group. Like, you know, JYP had 16, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is where Twice came from, and we watched that. So, it's it's a good uh, move on their part. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, maybe they'll come up with a... Although, that's three, then, because TXT is just fine. They're popular. Yeah. They got TXT and BTS and this new group, which I'm assuming is going to be under Big Hit too. And they're going to have, it doesn't sound like it's going to be a voting show, like, oh, the country like votes for who's going to be in the in the group. So no. they're going to have, it sounds like the judges yeah, decide. That's a bad thing to do too. Don't yeah. Give, don't give people power. Yeah. Especially since we know you don't even want them to have it anyway. Yeah, the thing is, you don't know who they're going to vote for. Like, that's why That's why Produce 101 became a cheating scandal, because they don't want the public that power. Yeah. So don't even give it to them in the first and place. I, I think that's perfectly fine to yeah. not not be a voting show. Yeah, who cares? Because if you're a producer and you're like, I want these certain people to be in the group, right. then it needs to be a show where it's judges decide, right. because then you'll get who you want. Right. But you leave it up to the public, then you need to let them decide. Yeah. And who knows what they're going to vote for. You maybe, have no idea. Maybe they, they feel like, oh, well, it'd be more popular if the public was involved. Yeah, but you might have a worse group. I wouldn't risk it if it was <laughs> right. me. If I, I personally right. was in charge Especially of this group. Especially you actually have to back this group and produce them and all of that. I prefer to have total control over who's in the group. 
Now, if I had like no preference and it's like, oh, I don't know any of these trainees anyway, so whatever, let the public decide, yeah. then okay, let them vote. But right. you have to stick to that if that's your system. And then that's why like the produce people got in so much trouble because right. like, you know, they had right. to rig it and everything. Right. And why JYP didn't, even though he did rig it. <laughs> but then there's no such thing as rigging it because he's the decision maker. Yeah. So that's not... That's not really exactly. With yeah. sixteen, it was like okay, Momo was voted right. out, but so, she's in the group. Yeah, <laughs> and that's totally fair because it's like he decided. Well, there were like a couple spots where the public could vote some people in. Yeah, but those people got in. He didn't say that I can't add another person. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that, and so he did, which worked out because people think the group is fine. Now I don't think it's an optimal group. I won't get into that, but I could probably. I think that twice is probably a six-member group, but whatever. We won't, we, won't, we won't talk about that today. Anyway, the point is, if you don't promise the public that, oh yeah, you can control all of the spots by yeah. voting, yeah. then you can you can control the group. Yeah, and that's why like JYP never got in any kind of trouble over sixteen because we all know he just decided right. who the people would be. Even I mean, though- there was some. I didn't. I didn't remember this, but I read that there was some backlash, but right. clearly not enough. People didn't really care that much, right? And um, it wasn't like a blatant violation or anything. It's not no. like oh, someone was voted in and then they got kicked out or something. No, because he didn't promise you that he wouldn't add people. Yeah. So he, that's totally fair. I think. But yeah, maybe they'll come out with the next TXT from this. Who yeah. knows? I think that's a good move. At least the show will probably be entertaining, even if the group isn't like the best group ever no like, we'll definitely watch the show yeah i want to watch island yeah um, and uh we'll talk about it week to week if possible <laughs> thank you to our guest morgan you can find bts happy hour on apple podcasts spotify google play stitcher podbean Castbox, iHeartRadio, and youtube new episodes weekly Please comment, leave a review, or rate wherever you are listening to the podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Search for BTS Happy Hour Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at OurBTS. Until next time, this has been the BTS Happy Hour. Thanks for listening, and remember, make every hour a happy one.